You're listening to The Millionaire Underdog. This is The Millionaire Underdog Podcast. Today we have no one less with us than Christoph Mons. He's a social media coach, a digital strategist and currently he's calling with us from Dubai because that is where he lives right now. Christoph, thank you for being with us today. How are you doing? Well, uh, Sandler and uh, Didier, thank you uh, first of all for having me and I'm doing great. What about you guys? Feeling fine today. I'm very happy to have you. So, can you tell us a bit more about yourself, Christoph? You are an entrepreneur. Yes, so uh, basically how you introduced me was uh, like spot on. I have a bachelor degree in journalism. Let's start there because in, uh, in the beginning of my professional career, uh, I was a journalist. Uh, I worked for a magazine. Yeah, doing that, uh, I always wanted to tell stories. I was uh, always in, in, into bringing stories to people doing that and, and, and by uh, discovering the internet and the possibilities that the internet can, can bring on the table to, to share stories. I got triggered by online marketing, uh, building websites. That, that's how for most people it starts, I think, in, in this industry. And, and yeah, shifting from being journalist in, in, for, for a company. Yeah, more and more I, I started building websites for, for own projects uh, or or for other uh, projects that that's, uh, looked interested to me. And can you maybe tell a bit more about why you started to be an entrepreneur? Why did you really want to work for yourself? Well, having my first experiences in in a corporate environment, yeah, I, I, I soon found out that, that uh, yeah, from, from when I was a child, I wanted to really create things. Uh, I had a passion to create stuff. And I found out working uh, for companies or within companies, whatever company you work for, uh, whatever industry you're in, you will always um, yeah, have limits. You will always uh, find limits and, and limitations. So you cannot yeah, explore and, and grow your full potential. And, and that's why, uh, slowly, because it started literally as a hobby, uh, 17 years ago now, or 18 years even, I, I started to explore and, 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 and to see, okay, what are the opportunities outside of a company if I, I do it myself? And, and slowly, but uh, consistently, I, I, I made from a hobby. I, I turned the hobby into a full-time business. Uh, and, and yeah, the biggest trigger for me to, to, to set up my own business, to become an entrepreneur was really, yeah, I wanted to get rid of the limitations that the corporate world, uh, gives you. I understand. You, you talked about, uh, you like to create stuff, but from a young age, you really like to create stuff. How do you create stuff now? I still do. Uh, the, the, the main difference is that, that next to getting paid for it now is that I have a lot of experience of, of creating stuff and, and not only for myself or for my own ideas and projects, but also for clients, uh, going from small to, to, to bigger uh, projects and, and, and clients. And that experience, that knowledge I gained over the years certainly helps me to, to, yeah, to improve the creations, what I did in the beginning up to now. Is that something you still want to do? 
you think in the far future, you're still going to think you are a creator? I think a uh, creator, I, I think I, I, I want to be forever being creative. Uh, I don't think you can create stuff without being creative and, and uh, creating stuff. Yeah, it depends. You can create a company, you can create a social media post, you can, it, it goes very broad. But for all these things and, and every entrepreneur, uh, when he starts something or start a project or a business, you have to be creative. And, and otherwise, yeah, if you run out of ideas, if, if you run out of dreams, uh, you get stuck and, and it ends. So next to be, next mm -hmm. to create things, I, I, I always want to be creative. So creativity is very important for you. It's essential. You can have dreams, ideas, uh, passions, but. If you are really persistent and you really want to make something of it, you have to turn them in, in, into yeah businesses, into realistic stuff. And, and for that, uh, you need to be creative. Yeah. Were there maybe times during your career where you didn't feel creative or didn't feel you were creating stuff? Like maybe you were stuck or maybe, I don't know. I think I'm rather blessed with, with that. Of course, I think everyone in their career, whatever they do, will have a moment that they, they, they don't see it or they don't feel creative, whether it's a day, a week, a month, or even a year or longer. But the, the trick is to, to, to get triggered again. And, and yeah, it's, it's, I don't know how, but when I have these moments, I, I, I can get triggered by, by, yeah, stupid things that get, gives me inspiration and, and puts me back, uh, on, on, on the, the working table. Are there, so creativity is not really a challenge for you, but are there maybe other things that are in your expertise or in your profession also a challenge? I'll give an example. For me, I'm a musician mm -hmm. for most, and it's difficult to, as a musician these days, to generate a stable income. So that's why I started a podcasting company. So I can tell stories. And these days there's a lot broader market for it. So is there something similar with you? Is there a challenge within your industry? Yes, uh, for sure. Because I'm also in an industry that is uh, all the time evolving. Online marketing, digital marketing, web development, social media, not just technically, but I mean, world society is changing and shifting. And I always had... The, the, the ID and my concept was always of, uh, being and presenting myself as an agency. Uh, so literally a team, designer, web developer, SEO specialist, all these kind of things. And that, that worked quite well. But as, yeah, first of all, more and more clients. Yeah. There are so many tools online like, uh, Canva, Wix. I mean, Shopify, you can build your own e-commerce from A to Z. So why should you hire an agency for that? Secondly, I found out that even when I physically had a team and experts in, 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 uh, fields that I'm not an expert in, like SEO is a good example, for example. Yeah. Clients only wanted to talk to me or communicate uh, with me. Uh, as I saying, yeah, you have questions, uh, but it's better to talk to my uh, SEO colleague. No, no, I only want to communicate with you. So I found out, uh, yeah, I, I really, want to present uh, what I'm doing, my business as a teamwork, which is a teamwork. But yeah, clients only want to communicate with me, only talk to me, direct communicate with me, which gave 
some pressure because as I told you, I'm not an SEO expert. I'm not a designing expert. Uh, still, all the pressure came to me. And, and yeah, all these things together also with the, the high competition here in Dubai. I moved to Dubai four years ago. Very high competition in terms of web development and, and online marketing fields that, that competitors do for a very, very competitive rate. All these things together made me realize maybe I should change my approach. And here I should take a step back and, and, and instead of the agency and, and we offer you a 360 marketing and, and with all your issues come to us and we, we offer everything and, and want to become the biggest in that, which is impossible. I, I had to make it, yeah, first challenging decision, to be honest for me, uh, because it's, it's a change of mindset. I, I, I noticed next to the facts of, of what I just uh, said, uh, the, the reasons why uh, it was not beneficial to, to further grow. Um, I noticed that my biggest added value uh, was rather as, as uh, an individual uh, giving my advice, uh, giving my coaching um, as an expert and, and, and not as a 360 degrees uh, online marketing agency. And, and I got that feedback from clients. Uh, they, they started mm. to book me as, as a coach. Even they asked me without me uh, presenting this kind of services or communicating this kind of services. But before me shifting into this new role, I got clients asking me for, yeah, can you give us uh, some coaching or can you give our team some coaching in, in this issue with social media or how do they present themselves best on Instagram? How do, uh, and, and yeah, I noticed there I can bring more added value on the table than building websites, which first of all, others do much more cheap, uh, which more and more clients do themselves. And which basically is not just me, but part of my team. And yeah, I get all uh, the pressure uh, and the responsibilities, but yeah, I prefer to, to, to give added value, which is coming 100% from me and, and where I also can take 100% responsibility when something goes wrong. In the first part of your answer, you were also saying like, yeah, why should clients hire me or my team to maybe, as you said, you know, there's Shopify, there is whatever you want. It's out there on the internet. You can all do it yourself. But I think you just explained also that why they should hire you. Of course, because you, there's an expertise that people don't find on Google, probably, right? Yeah, it's funny that you, you, you say it like that, because that's exactly how I always uh, sell it to, to clients or to, to prospects. Uh, I want to bring that value on the table that they cannot find themselves uh, on Google. And, and uh, as you say, and as I said before, uh, these days, basically everyone can build a website or everyone knows what social media is and everyone can set up an Instagram account. But can they do it well? Can they do it in a proper way? And, and do they also think, uh, in a strategic way on, on how to use their website, on how to use their social media for the longer term? And yeah, last but not least, setting up is one thing, but uh, for the long term, there are a lot of opportunities. Some, some businesses miss out because they don't know how to do it properly, uh, or they don't even are aware of, of things they can do. So I am there to, to, yeah, not executing and, and building websites and, and, and doing uh, 10 posts uh, a month for, for projects and clients, but I want to guide them uh, and guide the people that are doing it 
in taking uh, yeah everything uh, what's in it everything out so the the most of the advantages out of it yeah. i can also imagine that a lot of people come to you because they really like what they are doing themselves with their company but they often think damn these social media sure there are some pictures i would like to take some stories i would like to share but it's it's almost uh, it's an old job on itself right it's an all um, it's a lot of hours and a lot of effort so is that something also that you can do for them run their social media it's it's what i did before and and it's a thing that i want to yeah do less and less to be honest okay because i i want to more uh dive into the strategical part of it and and uh like teach people how to do it and the thing it's funny that you say because indeed it takes a lot of time uh all these things but most business owners or or, or most people even they don't realize uh it's getting better but like in the days when i was uh, presenting myself as an agency and when we were doing that 360 marketing uh, people were always surprised uh, why it's so expensive or uh, why it takes so long why you say it takes uh, this amount of time uh, it's just taking a picture throwing it online and then put some hashtags but people don't realize people don't know it's important first of all okay what you put online which hashtags you use how many hashtags what timing you post it you have to follow up also are there comments coming uh, negative comments positive comments and how do you yeah, respond on those comments these things people are not aware of and and that's the thing i also yeah that was an eye-opener for me especially the, the the past few years here in dubai i noticed that a lot of clients a lot of people are not aware of these things and and they they literally just think I, I I have to post and I I need a few million followers and then I'm good. No, you have to maintain, but you also have to to be careful what you post. You have it has to be a whole strategy. One poster has a whole strategy behind, and these things explaining to people and and then really uh, seeing that those people like seeing kind of the light and and like wow I didn't know I didn't know. That's the difference I want to make and and not just posting it but rather explaining and, and teaching and that's why I prefer myself calling a coach instead of a consultant coaching people on on yeah making themselves better and 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 growing their own company with the knowledge I share with them and the strategies and and and, and the experiences so right now on social media do you notice maybe any trends or tricks or stuff that companies would like to use or should use right now to gain a bigger following or do it better on social media? Yes, uh, I think uh, the past few years uh, it, it, it grew, it exploded. It's uh, it's the influencer marketing and, and I think a lot of companies, brands uh, saw advantages and opportunities there and they started using it uh, and implemented implementing it in, in into their marketing uh, this kind of trend and strategy and it was it was okay it was good because it was all natural and 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 it was not people didn't get overwhelmed by by influencers and and influencing posts and ads in that way but then yeah it shifted to yeah the the question that 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 clients have uh, that people have uh, clients from brands have uh, customers is this still real is this still authentic next to the fact that even if the influencer is fake or is just doing it for the money yeah also the platforms and and the technology evolved and and i mean you can buy everything now you can buy 
followers and and what most companies most of my clients don't know is that you can buy also comments you can buy uh, likes you can buy views so you can buy everything and and that's the thing that that yeah is shifting and changing and 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 one thing i i believe is is more than influencer marketing uh influencers yeah you sign a contract with them as a brand but you're not really related or connected uh next to that deal but i think uh clients customers brand advocacy so uh, real testimonials from real clients uh, not just celebrities i think that is growing uh, i think that is boosting and i think that's a good thing and together with that mm-hmm. a trend that is not yet established or or i think it, it uh companies and businesses really losing a lot of opportunities there is brand uh advocacy by the employees uh i work with a lot of companies and and when i check uh, in the beginning uh, what their social media is i see a lot of their employees don't even follow uh, the social media accounts from the company uh and i think there are a lot of opportunities and yeah this is a trend next to the trend of the influencer marketing this is a trend that is establishing more and more and i think the coming years it it, it will grow further i hear you saying that it needs to be real right like the if you're working with an influencer it needs to feel real the influencer really needs to like the product and also if you're working with um testimonials that it's from real clients who are positive about it and i think i i, I feel that i think it's it's a good step in that direction because social media was for a long time also a bit unhealthy in some ways um so it's good that 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 the reality is slowly going back to it i think that's uh that's very nice to see yes and and i think that's the biggest challenge of uh, not just online marketing but uh, of our whole society because you have of course now ai uh which is a uh, social media next level uh because in the beginning everything starts or every, every invention or, or everything every platform or or um, id is mainly to help people or or to do good and that's also social media was to 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 connect with your friends uh, even if you don't see them you can still connect with your friends if you had a friend many years ago or a family member you didn't see for a long time thanks to facebook you can look for them you can get in touch again but yeah we humans we always find even sometimes not on purpose but found find yeah things to do with it uh, on the dark side and 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 that happened with social media next to privacy also about fake news all these things and and yeah there are a lot of unfortunately more chances to do that and to do that next level with ai so these mm-hmm. things are also related to to the field i do and for these things i mean yeah you need people and and you need uh, honestly and you need you need truthful people and that's also part of 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 the coaching i want to give the, the value i want to give uh, to put on the table is is to to explain to people and to show them and to guide them okay how can you know this is to trust this is real or this is fake or or and how to 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 handle uh, it then are there any situations or companies where you sometimes advise to use ai 
is it sometimes a tool to that helps yes it it helps um i think because these days you hear a lot uh, from marketeers or about marketeers that that uh, ai will kill them uh, or will kill creativity i think that can be partly true but it still depends on on how you use it uh, yourself and i think it can uh, inspire and and help I mean, if you get stuck, we talked earlier about uh, getting stuck in creativity. If you get stuck and, and yeah, you're looking for a word or you're looking for uh, this sentence. Yeah, it, it, it says what it has to say, but it doesn't sound good or it doesn't sound uh, uh, how I want it to sound. Yeah, you, you can ask ChatGPT, can you uh, change it or can you write it differently? And then again, it's up to you or it's up to the person what to do with it, whether you just copy paste it or whether you use it as an inspiration and make a third version, which is your own version, your first version. And then, yeah, the set GPT input combined. And then you have a better result than your own and then the one from set GPT. So in that way, I think it can really help. It can really inspire marketeers, uh, companies also, to tell their story and to share their story. Or, or yeah. Do you think that when you were younger, that it would be a good or a bad thing to have AI. Like for now, when we were younger, you and I, we could develop our creativity freely. We didn't need any tool. Now there is a tool. Do you think that kids now are better off or worse off with, their, with this tool? Is it good for their creativity or is it bad for their creativity? It's always diff uh, difficult to, to, to compare... Uh these different times um, because children that are growing up now, they, they didn't know, uh, they don't know how it was before. I think in a way, I, I don't like to say always like uh, before it was better, uh, it was different. But I think purely on creativity, I, I think it will not change too much, but I think people will get lost easier than, than, than we are than before because we had to do it without the tools, as you said, and, and we can do it now with the tools, uh, and, and children now or, or future creators can be creative with the tools. But if there are no more tools, then they will get stuck then, and, and we will not get stuck. So I think uh, for us, it's an advantage that we also know how to be creative without help from technology. But yeah, seeing the society and the world evolving, it will not put a, a break on, on being creative. But I think as long as the technology uh, does his thing, otherwise these people, they don't have the experience of, of being creative without help. And, and, and that's, I think, the main difference. How was developing your creativity when you were younger? When you were a child, how did that go? Uh, that's quite interesting because uh, I was kind of an introvert person, a very introvert even. Just like everyone, I went to school. And, and just like with everyone, school can, can, can make or break you. And, and uh, I was not that, that, that happy at school in terms of feeling supported for, for my dreams, ideas, my creativity. Uh, I remember uh, that, that teachers literally told me like, uh, yeah, Christoph, sorry, but 
nothing good will come out of you because uh, yeah, I didn't like to study. I didn't see the the the. the I I knew that there was a reason to study, but I didn't like it. <laughs> of course, no one likes it, but still, uh, I I really didn't like it because I thought why. Should I learn all these things out of my head? Because I only want to do this. I want to, to write. I want to tell stories. So why do I have to do maths? Why do I have to study maths? And teachers, yeah, for teachers or a lot of teachers, it, it was like, uh, okay, if he, he cannot study, he cannot do it. It's not like he doesn't want, it was more focusing on he cannot do it than he doesn't want to do it and not why does he want to do it? No, he cannot do it. So solution is, yeah. Christoph, sorry, but uh, yeah, become a f- literally one teacher told me like, yeah, Christoph, I think you better become a farmer because yeah, uh, it will not work uh, work out with you. What did happen with your mindset when someone tells you that? Because I can imagine some people get really demotivated. But did you? Was it with you as well the case? Did you also get really demotivated? Uh, it was at high school, so I was like, uh, yeah, between 12 and, and 16, 17 years old. And at that time, uh, you're very vulnerable for, for every, every, all surroundings and, and, and uh, what people say and, and, and what happens uh, to you and around you. So, yeah, those years I felt very demotivated and, and I believed that, that I was a loser. I believed that uh, I was worthless. Um, because that's what they told me and, and they were double or, or more my age. So why shouldn't I believe them? But then uh, going to university already something that most of my teachers in, in high school advised me not to do because yeah, what can I do at university? Uh, going to university and, and yeah, noticing that, that, that I was kind of successful there and, and, and that I had good points, uh, and, 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 uh, was already like a trigger from, okay, yeah, maybe they were not completely right. Maybe they were wrong because apparently I, I can achieve things, even related to studying. Um, also being surrounded by other people and talking about friends. Yeah. My mind shifted more in from like, yeah, they're all right. I'm worthless. <sighs> Better to stay in my bed into like, oh, apparently I, I can achieve things and apparently, yeah. People also like uh, what I make, what I create, what I do uh, made my mindset shifting in. Maybe I should, yeah, put some effort in exploring more and, and maybe there are some other opportunities. And, and yeah, those little successes uh, after being told I was worthless made already a big change in mindset uh, after university. Uh, I was lucky to, to never really felt without work. I, I was always working. I always had a job. That also is kind of a, yeah, a little success that, that, that feeded my mindset of, okay, yeah, wow, keep on going on this vibe and, and keep on exploring more opportunities. On the side, as I said, 18 years ago, I started what I'm now doing full time as a hobby, starting that hobby. Uh, creating a website, creating a blog, not only for my own project, but also for some, some, some other people, some other uh, projects. They liked it. Again, some small successes and all these small successes kept on growing, growing, growing. And yeah, that shifted my mindset completely from being a very introvert and shy person being told he's worthless and, and better, uh, yeah, 
work with his hands or uh, not not with the head because there's not nothing much there upstairs into someone that that yeah really got motivated and and triggered and and more and more started to really look for challenges because I don't like to yeah I don't like the, the word problems or, or difficulties I, I rather say challenges because I learned that every challenge offers an opportunity and and uh, yeah going from very shy and and prefer to stay in the house and and not coming out not going out uh, now I, I it's completely the opposite uh, I'm going out uh, searching mm-hmm. for challenges because they all hide opportunities and and then I'm the first one to jump on it uh, I see things others don't see so uh, but yeah it it, it 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 changed with small small successes and and of course the the way they treated me or, or the way school treated me let's say like that in a way helped me because it 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 it, it was the trigger that the spark that started it so uh, I see DDA is um, pointing, uh, our producer is pointing that we are nearing the end of our podcast. Um, I just wanted to say to add on this final question I asked you, like you're now calling to us with us from Dubai and where are your teachers now? That was what I was thinking all the time. So they told you you cannot do anything. Now you're calling with us from Dubai and they're just... You know, but that's a whole other discussion, right? Like school and everything in it. That's maybe, well, that's maybe for our next episode. So, um, I see we have forgotten to ask our last guest what question he has for our next guest. I think Didier. So that is not a big problem. We just call him up and he'll, um, um, he'll ask the question. But Christophe, we have this habit on this podcast that you make up a question for our next guest. So you will have to answer a question. Our other guest will send a question to you, answer it. But you, you need to have a question for our next guest regarding his business or her business and maybe challenges or dreams or anything goes. Okay, that's a nice one. Do I know the next guest? <laughs> no, that's the thing. That's okay. the thing. You cannot know the next guest. Okay, let, let me ask her or, or him this. Um, if you would look back at yourself when you were in high school, what advice would you give yourself at that age for your future self? So, if you could look back to yourself in high school, what advice would you give your younger self? Yes. That's the question. Yes. Perfect. Thank you very much. If you, when the podcast is online, you can check the answer. You can check our next guest so you can follow up. So, Christophe, thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much for your insights, for your honesty, for your conversation with us, because it was very eye-opening and very honest and it's amazing that you shared it with us. So thank you very much for being here. Didier and I wish you all the luck and all the success in the world. And um, we hope to meet you again very soon. Thank you so much, Sander and uh, Didier, for the opportunity to tell my story and to share my insights with you. And I and, uh, wish you best of luck with this uh, amazing uh, initiative. And I'm also very, very keen on learning uh, the insights from your other guests. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, Christophe. See you next time. Bye. Bye.